So long before Anand began by um, saying that it's the uh, Sat Jin, which is the Chinese uh, day where they worship their ancestors and their lineage. Um, it's a festival, and it also means that one month of our rains retreat has already passed, leaving two more months of the traditional monastic vasa before we uh, end this period of retreat and practice. Um, however, frequently we'll start preparing for the end of vasa about 15 days before it actually ends. So, thinking in this way, we can reflect that we actually only have a month and a half of uh, dedicated time for practice left and we should use this reflection to make us uh, value and uh, focus our efforts during this period of time. Everything around us is ready at the monastery. The four requisites of uh, food, of our robe, uh, lodging, and medicine have been offered and are plentiful due to the laity's faith in the Buddha. And we, as beneficiaries of this faith, of these requisites, have all that we need in order to put forth everything we have into practice. Whether we are new monks or uh, monks that have been in robes for over 20 years, the mode in which we need to conduct ourselves is the same. Namely, we should be focusing on our formal meditation practice while also taking care of other duties, including, in the case of the new monks, this vasa, uh, the noctam, or traditional Thai Dharma exams, which uh, they'll be undertaking at the end of the pansa, at the end of the retreat. As we take on our duties, including study, and practice alongside, we should conduct all of our activities with a degree of mindfulness, sati, as much as we can bring to bear in every situation. In developing this quality of sati, we should work with a meditation object that suits us and which the mind uh, absorbs into easily and appreciates, which it sticks to. Specifically, chanting can be helpful. We uh, can find a chant which resonates with us especially deeply. For example, the chant that goes through the parts of the body or the chant that dissects both our body and the requisites into their constituent elements are profound and deep reflections. Specifically, the chant on the elements can lead one to let go of all sense of self. If we use chanting in this way, then it becomes a means towards samadhi and vipassana. 
the constant bringing of attention to the chant in our minds uh, during our daily activities, not necessarily out loud, uh, cultivates a degree of sati which lends itself eventually to lucid calm or samadhi. And similarly, the bringing of the mind to circle around a specific contemplation contained within the chants can uh, eventually lead to it gaining deep insight into the theme of those chants. For example, the Padimokha, which we just chanted, the recitation of the monastic's code, can, if chanted with a degree of calm and clarity, lead the monk chanting in it, uh, chanting it into upachara samadhi or neighborhood concentration, a level of samadhi uh, above momentary con uh, concentration, but not yet to full. Uh, absorption. Similarly, the listeners, if they pick up on that resonance of calm, can enter a state of upachara samadhi as well and uh, may experience the heart growing calm and cool because of its immersion in the Dhamma. Because of this, the, chant, the Padimokha chant has immense benefit for both those who chant it and for those who listen. Another deep chant which is worth uh, cultivating and looking into is that which deals with Idapachayada or dependent origination. It's a reflection which the Buddha frequently stressed as one of the most profound he taught. Uh, the teaching on dependent origination, uh, namely with the arising of this, there is the arising of that. With the cessation of this, there is the cessation of that. When this arises, that arises. When this ceases, that ceases. And uh, perhaps the 12 links as well, I don't know if you mentioned those specifically, um, can lead one who uh, chants it and who reflects on it frequently to undermine their sense of attachment to a self or a sense of self at a very profound level. It even may lead to one realizing that uh, the one who knows the knowing quality is also unfit to be taken as a self and one might let go of even that leading to a state of emptiness or leading one to let go completely. So we should pour ourselves into practice in this way. We should use the chants uh, consistently throughout our day uh, internally. We should walk meditation, jangram. Uh, we should keep the parikama or basis of the uh, meditation mantra, Budo, in mind if we find that our mind is calm and uh, appreciates sticking with just one word instead of a whole chant or if the mind does feel more inclined towards a more complex uh, meditation object like a whole chant, then uh, once again we can uh, find a longer chant that works well with us. For example, the recollection of uh, the Buddha, Dhamma, and Sangha uh, in the Itipiso chant 
which we might repeat during uh, the day nine times, 54 times, or even 108 times. So if we cultivate these chants uh, and these objects of uh, meditation, we can expect a degree of samadhi, um, of immersion in the Dhamma, of a uh, insight uh, based on that samadhi. Uh, we contemplate the body and can see it break down into its constituent elements, letting go of it and the sense of self that we frequently attribute to it. So during this period of winter or of uh, the rains retreat, we really should be working to establish certain baselines in our practice. We should be walking and sitting meditation at least for five hours every day, regardless of our other duties and work which we have to undertake. Uh, we need to keep this basis. When we do have to work or take on other activities, we should engage in those activities with as much mindfulness as we can summon, uh, really remaining established in that knowing. And if we uh, have other duties or, uh, for example, study, um, that knowledge can supplement and uh, work well with the practice if we keep uh, mindfulness with it and also have that strong thread of practice maintained in our life. The knowledge can, that we gain through studying the suttas, for example, can uh, have great benefit in terms of our formal meditation. For example, one monk uh, recently entered a monastery and was intent upon meditation, but also decided to use his knowledge of practical matters to help uh, establish solar cells around the monastery, uh, bringing the monastery the electricity needed for no cost and uh, helping it be uh, in harmony with nature, not contributing to fossil fuel consumption or uh, global warming. And this is one way you can see a monk intent upon practice, but also applying practical skills in a way that uh, benefits all. During this winter retreat, or rains retreat period, we should in addition to establishing that five-hour meditation minimum, uh, make sure to work our uh, hardest to restrain our speech. Speaking during uh, bindabat, alms round, or during other parts of the day is a sure sign that we've let our basis of meditation go, that we've forsaken or thrown it away for the sake of talking to others. So we should work to restrain our speech and be quiet during the alms round, uh, in which we should just remain focused on our chanting, not walking in pairs and not speaking to the monk with us. We should remain quiet and restrained in our speech during when we 
go get our food, eat our food, wash our bowls. In all aspects, in all times, during the day, we should work to restrain our speech in this way. And in that way, we know that we are keeping our kamatana, our basis of meditation, close and valuing it and cultivating it. So it's important in this course of our practice to take stock frequently of these practices and of how well we're holding them. Look at how much you speak in a day, how, uh, how many minutes or how many hours. In a day, perhaps you find that you'll speak for three hours and also meditate for three. You can talk to me. <laughs> uh, in a day we might find that we speak for three hours but also meditate for three is that a good ratio and is it enough if not then one should uh, work to meditate more and speak less the lay people who are supporting us have worked extremely hard uh, taking on jobs earning the money and uh, means to provide their generous support and gifts to this monastery. And so it's our duty to take on our responsibilities well, to do our work well. That work is our kamatana. It is our basis of meditation and our formal practice. And so in uh, our way of honoring this gift, this situation, is to give ourselves with deep sincerity and dedication to our formal practice. So once again, work to meditate five hours at the very minimum. Speak little, take stock of the ratio of your speech to meditation, and realize that you have a well-practiced teacher still available to you, that the Kuba Ajans are still alive and well in Thailand, and that this represents a valuable and rare opportunity. So while you have this opportunity, use it to meditate and establish a refuge and uh, refuge and basis of knowledge within yourself so that when the teachers are no longer here, you are not lost. Also, it might rain, so be careful about snakes. <laughs>